Trump's tariffs may raise your water bill. That story and more on H2O Radio's weekly news report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water. It could be one of the worst offshore disasters in U.S. history, one that most have never heard about. Some oil wells in the Gulf of Mexico off Louisiana have continuously leaked since Hurricane Ivan struck in 2004 after a rig owned by Taylor Energy was buckled by an undersea mudslide caused by the storm. According to the Washington Post, federal officials admitted last month in a court proceeding that up to 700 barrels a day have been flowing into the sea for 14 years. The spill could continue through this century because it's very difficult to cap the leaking wells. Mashable reports that over half of those drilled at the site have still not been located. News about the magnitude of the Taylor spill comes as the Trump administration granted conditional approval for the first ever oil and gas production facility in Arctic waters off Alaska. The administration is also pursuing the largest expansion of oil and gas leases off the Atlantic coast, where, as the Post reports, hurricanes hit with twice the regularity as in the Gulf. Meanwhile, a recent study shows that using dispersants to clean up oil spills may increase the chance of red tide algal blooms like the ones plaguing Florida. Dispersants are used to break down oil slicks into smaller drops, so they're either diluted or degraded. Researchers from the University of Texas said that dispersants used to control oil may be deadly to single-celled plankton, which prey on algae. This could lead to more red tide infestations along coastal regions. The La Crescenta Valley Water District in Southern California is going to have to pass on higher costs to its customers. The reason? Trump administration tariffs. The district uses resin balls to remove things like nitrates from water. As Marketplace reports, Purolite, the U.S. company that manufactures them in China, is now subject to a 25% tariff. The company's CEO said it would be too expensive and take too much time to build a new plant in the U.S. to escape the fees. Water providers may also be hit with higher costs due to the duties for steel pipes they use, which will likely be passed on to ratepayers. An attorney for Perlite said that the goal of the tariffs is to punish China, but their effect is to harm Americans. The weed killer sold by Monsanto under the label Roundup was in the news last week. First, a judge in San Francisco reduced an award to a man who claimed he got cancer from the product from about $250 million to 80. The judgment is still a victory for the former groundskeeper at a California public school district, but as Business Insider reports, it was based mainly on the failure of the company to warn about the possible links to cancer. There was no finding that the pertinent compound glyphosate caused the man's illness. In related news, a new study shows that low levels of glyphosate were found in dog and cat foods. Science Daily says researchers at Cornell concluded that the amounts detected were at levels found safe for humans, but there's not enough data to determine what effect, if any, low doses of the compound have on pets. Last week, the Environmental Working Group released a study at Commission that shows there are detectable amounts of glyphosate in some oat-based breakfast cereals and snacks marketed to children. While the amounts found are safe under EPA guidelines, the organization says the government's limit is too high. Male humpback whales sing. Females do not. 
But even males stop singing or do so less when nearby ships are making noise. A study from Japan, published in the journal PLOS One, found that fewer of the males sang when within 500 meters of passing ships. The whales that stopped completely did not resume until at least 30 minutes after the ships were gone. And a separate study has found that boat noise also affects dolphins. Marine biologists from the University of Maryland say the mammals simplify their calls so they can be heard over sounds in nearby. Shipping lanes. In a release from the university, Dr. Helen Bailey, one of the authors, likened it to a person trying to answer a question in a noisy bar. To be heard, you just have to give the shortest answer possible. Dolphins raise the pitch and reduce the complexity of their whistles when ambient noise like a ship's engine occurs. Bailey said that we need to be developing quieter boats. And finally, this week, Dylan Randall, an engineering professor at the University of Cape Town in South Africa, had a brilliant idea. He installed specialized urinals in the men's bathroom on campus to collect phosphorus from the pee to make fertilizer. A great waste recovery innovation because the world's supply of natural phosphate is running dry. But after extracting the phosphorus, Randall made an eye-opening discovery. He realized that the fluid left over was, in his Words liquid gold. Urine not only contains phosphorus, but it's also flush with nitrogen and potassium. And as Randall and his students discovered, if you combine those ingredients with sand and bacteria and allow it to sit at room temperature, the result is a rock-hard gray brick, a bio brick, the world's first environmentally friendly building block made from human pee. The bricks form through a natural process called microbial carbonate precipitation that's similar to the way seashells or coral. Are made, and it's potentially good news around climate change because bio bricks are made in molds at room temperature, whereas traditional bricks are kiln-fired and produce vast quantities of carbon dioxide. So, how much pee does it take to make a bio brick? The BBC crunched the numbers and calculated it would take a hundred toilet breaks to make one standard-sized brick. But consider this: the entire process is zero waste because Randall and his team take the remaining liquid from brick making and create a second fertilizer. Randall said there are logistics to be considered in order to scale up bio bricks, how to collect the urine and get it to manufacturing facilities. Also, there's the psychology of having your house made from pee, but with a global Mind shift. We could one day use our liquid assets to help save the planet. This week in water is supported by the American Water Works Association, highlighting the latest cost-effective strategies to manage aging infrastructure at the Water Infrastructure Conference and Expo, October 28th to 31st in Atlanta. Learn more at awwa.org/h2oinfocon.